There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey all, Matthew Donald here. So, good news. That Walking with Dinosaurs episode I've been threatening to do for the last few months, but haven't been able to get around to it thanks to technical issues, shenanigans involving work, personal life stuff, and some good old-fashioned procrastination. Well, guess what? Not only is it finally available right now on the Patreon at patreon.com slash MatthewDonald, but so are two other episodes available right now, Walking with Beasts and Walking with Monsters. We do the whole Walking with trilogy. Three bonus episodes right there. And since I'm very behind on these bonus episodes, there's also going to be a fourth bonus episode later this month about the Dinoverse books by Scott Simpson. These middle grade books about junior high kids that get their minds trapped in the bodies of dinosaurs. It's very weird. A girl falls in love with an acrocanthosaurus. Yeah, that that's weird. If you want to hear some of that nonsense, go to the Patreon at patreon.com slash MatthewDonald. Link is in the description. Have a good day. Roar. Growl. Snarl. Bellow. Welcome to Paleo Bites, the podcast that makes dino sores from dino bruises. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Matthew Donald, and each week I rotate a series of guest co-hosts talk about raging as a prehistoric animal, be it dinosaur, mammal, arthropod, and so on. This week I'm joined by someone who really could give me a dino bruise if she really <laughs> wanted to, if I really pissed her off. It's Natasha Craig. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. Yeah, you could you could beat I, me to a pulp if you want. <laughs> I prefer to give people dinosaur-sized headaches, so it's much more fun. <laughs> yeah, of course. That makes sense. That makes sense. No, fair enough. Fair enough. But no, like, I remember we... I was talking with uh, uh, CC, friend of the show, if we could uh, sick a dinosaur onto any of the co-hosts we've had so far. <laughs> it's like, which one? But like, certain ones would die. Alan would die. Steven would die. <laughs> like, <laughs> Matt Seibert would die. I would die. You'd be fine. Probably. <laughs> I mean, it depends on the dinosaur, obviously. It gets a T-Rex, I might have a bit of trouble. But... Depends. Do I have a truck? <laughs> Because if I have a truck, me and the T-Rex are going down together. <laughs> I guess that's true. <laughs>
people you can ask what's wrong with me later that's a long list so actually out of your member but for the 100th episode when we were talking about t-rex one of the questions i asked all the co-hosts was uh was uh, if you faced a T-Rex, uh, you had to escape from a T- see a T-Rex. What's your escape plan? <laughs> what did you do? Uh, Lexi, her answer was uh, um, she said that she was she didn't know what she'd do. She'd probably just poop in her pants. <laughs> she'd just crap in her pants. And I'm, and I wanted to and, and I thought about this for a long time. And I really should have said I, I first. I guess I was afraid that she might take this the wrong way. But knowing Lexi, she absolutely wouldn't. So I'm going to say it here. I said, here's what you got to do then. Your escape plan. Once you've pooped in your pants, you take your pants off. <laughs> throw them <laughs> elsewhere the, 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 the Rex gets the sense because it has a very developed sense of smell and yeah you don't have any pants and you <laughs> might be embarrassed but you do escape <laughs> <laughs> that was not brave enough to say it at the time but it was <laughs> that's fair but she probably would find that funny <laughs> but, but, uh, but that would be my plan too <laughs> for sure <laughs> <laughs> eventually her plan was like feed it a steak or something and like try and run because she's use her cooking skills oh. like, wait no i will cook for you <laughs> so anyway so all right so uh thankfully though the creature that we're going to talk about here i don't think it could do anything to you maybe if you got your, it's your hand caught in it when it closed <laughs> get digestive fluids is that how it's like a venus flytrap <laughs> like, <laughs> but most uh creatures like this one are filter feeders yeah okay so if you got your hand caught in it you'd, it, it yeah. probably wouldn't even just fully close it wouldn't like clamp onto it and you'd be like ah you feel all the fluid getting sucked out of your arm <laughs> you pull it out and it's like skeletalized like that part in the mummy returns <laughs> <laughs> oh this creature might make itself a delicacy by accident oh it might make itself a delicacy and might make some people rich <laughs> we're talking about platyceramus means broad shell it's the biggest clam of we've ever found it's which enormous something yeah like which sounds like lame like oh wow the biggest clan that sounds like a tourist trap you'd find on like <laughs> an idaho road uh, middle of i-25 on the yeah Kansas it's like well home of the world's largest clam like well we gotta see this <laughs> just like the world's biggest yarn ball or something <laughs> right right exactly oh, yarn crafter did i just help myself <laughs> i, I might I might have mentioned this before on the show, but I just think it's so funny. There was a TikTok I saw of someone driving. I think it was, they were in Iowa. They were just in the middle of the cornfields, just driving on this highway, very boring road. There was this truck that was driving. Turned out there was a truck transporting uh, fish for the aquarium. Oh. And in one of the windows, I crap you not, was a full-on shark. <laughs> <laughs> just sw- swimming back and forth, peering out the window. I'm like... Out of all the things to run to an Iowa Ohio highway, a shark is not something. What was the shark thinking when it was looking out there? I'd have liked to have been that truck driver. It's like, I'm transporting a shark. The shark's like, yeah, on the open road. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the jokes that could be made. Uh, it's like the only sharks that have ever been called Iowa hole before I've been the lawyers. Am I right? Right here, loan sharks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways. All right. So tight place. So is a bivalve, a group of mollusks that includes clams, oysters, mollusks, scallops, and other things that rich people claim are tasty, but are actually disgusting. We all know it. <laughs> Well, in my oh, opinion, I like New England clam chowder. Too. Oh, well, there you go. I mean, look, clam chowder, to be fair, that's like butter and like other sorts of things just put into it. Like a soup. I don't count. I'm talking about just like. 
Like uh, as a kid, I had a thing for oysters. Uh, you know what? Everyone's different. <laughs> no one's perfect. <laughs> nah, it's fine. Nah, it's fine. I, Not I, so I, much as an adult, but as a kid, I had a thing. For that me. sounds like it should work the other way around. <laughs> you would think. It's like, I mean, because I feel like. Not, not even from a taste standpoint. I feel like they have the consistency of bookers. They really don't have the greatest consistency. Yeah. It's kind of like I used to eat scrambled eggs a lot. Now I can't because unless they're like in like a breakfast burrito or something. Because the, the, the cons- I prefer them in a breakfast burrito. Yeah. Because like on their own, it's just like I'm just eating mucus. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm surrounded by people who know how to cook them and I know how to cook them myself. Yes, I, yes. I prefer them combined with. Green chili and a breakfast burrito. Did I show you uh, this? Because uh, uh, as is now going to be the new tradition for when Natasha comes on the show, I'm going to get her a Mountain Dew uh, Voltage <laughs> as payment until the show actually makes money and then I can actually pay her. <laughs> Mountain Dew on their website has recipes. Oh, interesting. Including like Mountain Dew Live Wire Orange Chicken. <laughs> Hey, sweet could, sweet I beef with working, and then we reduce down quite nicely. Sweet beef Mountain Dew with red sauce, Mountain Dew TSO chicken, Mountain Dew chicken piccata. You know, one of my friends and I a long time ago once attempted to make barbecue sauce out of Dr Pepper. Oh, I can see. I mean, look, I think they actually there is a Dr Pepper barbecue sauce you can buy in Texas. I was I attempt, It was years ago when I was attempting. Me and my friend were goofing around in the kitchen. It didn't work out so well, but. Dr. Pepper does have a good flavor base. Oh, no, for sure. To like, take spicy stuff like paprika. Well, like, it basically just adds sugar to it. Like, the f- well, it, you basically, I mean, that's the Dr. okay. Pepper like, has the sugar. What? The Dr. Pepper has the sugar. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't really change the taste. I mean, it changes the taste a little bit. Mostly it's just sugar. Mountain Dew Life Wire Muffins. <laughs> 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 Code Red Chipotle Salsa. Okay, that might be pushing it. Yeah. Mountain Dew Wing Sauce. Ooh, I love this, the grilled cheese sandwich. I remember looking this up. It looks green, but that's because of food coloring. You do that on purpose. It's not the Mountain Dew that does that. That's you add the food coloring. It's a little freaky. <laughs> code red brisket. I mean, it, the code red has some cherry flavors to it, so if yeah. you amp it up with some paprika and a few other spices, I don't see why you couldn't Here. use it as a more Mount- sticky base. Mountain Dew popcorn. Reduce it down. Mountain Dew jalapeno poppers. Now we have a winner. It sounds like with a lot of these recipes, they want you to reduce the soda down to basically a syrup. Code red cherry pie. Yeah, some of these are drinks too, like a Maladu sunsets. Uh, Mountain Dew Mary mashup cranberry pomegranate fruit. What? What? what, what that's a long one. And it looks like a meat there. Oh, it's a bread. Oh, fruit cake. Yeah, fruit cake. <laughs> oh, you mean catapult ammo? Yeah, yeah, exactly. The thing that we all give each other for Christmas, even though no one wants it. Never been given a fruitcake for Christmas. Oh. But then again, I am surrounded by people with taste buds. Oh, that's true. <laughs> so, oh, so you know Mountain Dew. Speaking of which, and then we'll get back to <laughs> the, the platy ceramics. Mountain Dew uh, has a um, uh, mystery flavor every year. The Voodoo. I bought one of those. I haven't busted into it. Oh, uh, so so you want me to? Home. You don't want you, you don't want me to spoil what the flavor is. Oh. Uh, so okay, let me just say this because the flavor was well, not what you expect. But I did have it spoiled for me because I looked at the ingredients. Because uh-huh. obviously, li- from a legal standpoint, they have to tell you the ingredients. Yes. If you look at the like, it has so like you. But it is, uh, like, uh, hmm. trying to figure out if there's a way I can tell you without telling you. Like maybe I give you a list of three, and one of them's the real one. <laughs> <laughs> or you'll all let me find out. Or I can just let you find <laughs> out. Right, yeah, real fun. Yeah, the you talk about the one from this year, right? Yeah. Because last year's was lemonade. I it was bought like, one yesterday. Oh, uh, alongside the purple thunder stuff. Do you have it on you? By the no, way. It's oh, not. I was kind of gonna hope to see your reaction. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Okay. So. <laughs> so.
size of the Platy Ceramis. I don't think I'm prepared for this. It's uh, 3 to 10 feet slash 1 to 3 meters wide. Yes, this was a 10-foot clam. That's an impressive size clam, especially considering that the biggest giant clams we know of have only gotten to 6 feet. Right, exactly. So yeah, this was the largest bivalve known to science. And yes, it had a pearl. <laughs> a big one, I presume. Money, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Diet herbivore, but in the sense that filter-fed phytoplankton. Based on size, I presume a lot of phytoplankton. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's pretty common for, you know, clams, mussels, scallops, the like, to yep. be filter feeders. Uh, time Lake Cretaceous, 90 to 86 million years ago, location Kansas. So it means it probably was... In the vicinity of some mosasaurs. Probably. Mosasaurs probably didn't eat it. Or maybe they did. No, they probably could have. They were, they were weird. They might have been big enough, but look at the teeth of a mosasaur. They're not meant to get into those well, shells. That's true. That's true. Those They're shells pretty... would have been pretty. Yeah, I guess that's true. It was described in 1932. Pop culture appearances, the menus of fancy Cretaceous seafood restaurants. <laughs> uh. So the Cretaceous version of Gordon Ramsay was using them. Oh, absolutely. Can you, oh, can you imagine how much of a meal you could get from this? I mean, I assume you split it into multiple, like, entrees like oh, for, for multiple mostly, people yeah yeah it's like on chopped or whatever this feeds all four fills all four plates <laughs> so um i mean they've used ostrich eggs on chopped a fair number of times i i heard recently because some people has one some people wonder this because like my cockatiel likes to lay eggs because she's a horny little <laughs> little bird <laughs> and who has a lot of hormones and she lays eggs and Everyone's been telling me since they're infertile. It's like, you should eat them. I'm like, well, I don't know. Apparently, I've read, they taste very similar to quail eggs. Oh, interesting. I've heard quail eggs are very rich and delicious. Okay, well, that's great. Now I'm going to want to eat her eggs. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm going to turn her into a little cockatiel egg farm. (laughs) Keep laying eggs. Dad's going to have breakfast. (laughs) Two of these eggs can, or like, I think, you know, an omelet can make, we can make an omelet if we get like a hundred of them. They're so little. (laughs) Um, anyways, there's a, a consistent theme when looking at prehistoric animals. Everything was bigger back in prehistoric times. Bigger cats, bigger dogs, bigger beavers, elephants, lizards, crocodiles, dragonflies, millipedes, everything. Basically, yeah. Uh, for a while, I thought whales were safe, with the blue whale comfortably being the largest animal ever for the longest time. But have you heard of Perucetus? Uh, I think I've heard the name it, once. It recently. got described earlier this year. It was a basilosaurid that may have weighed up to 400 tons. That's impressive. Yeah, so even the blue whale isn't like, might not even be the biggest animal ever. And another exception, though, is spiders. Uh, oh. Apparently, despite finding many larger versions of other arthropods in the fossil record, we haven't found any spiders bigger than our biggest modern-day ones. Oh, interesting. Megarachne was originally thought to be a big spider, but it turned out to be a trilobite. That was from the Carboniferous. Oh, yeah. Carboniferous <laughs> so, was a good time for the insects. So. Oh, yeah. So, But there's evidence that the biggest spiders of all time... So basically, the biggest spiders of all time are alive today, and there's evidence that they're getting bigger. Oh, uh, maybe. Maybe I am rooting for climate change to kill us all. <laughs> I don't want to be living a lot world where spiders are bigger than they already are. I mean, so... I know you're fine with that. <laughs> like, biggest misconception about the bird-eating species is that they're super tough. Oh, yeah. They're actually super vulnerable to a lot. They're cool. Good. No, I'm just kidding. They're very sensitive little buggers. <laughs> Good. I hope they all talk. No, I'm just kidding. Obviously, <laughs> obviously from an ecosystem standpoint, they need to survive. <laughs> and, I'm, and they're animals with their own little feelings, and that's that's fine. I'm just a huge arachnophobe. <laughs> I recently learned that, like, I was looking up arachnophobia before an episode we're going to do later. <laughs> I learned that I actually am what's considered an extreme arachnophobe, ah. because even a picture can send me into a panic attack. <laughs> so... <laughs> Interesting. It doesn't even have to be actually there. 
It's like, ah, so cool. Anyways, <laughs> what about clams, though? They're bigger, too, such as this guy, Platyceramus, the broad shell. And by broad, I mean 10 feet and feet wide. Holy crap, dude. <laughs> and yes, it made pearls. <laughs> so Somehow that's unsurprising. Like, can you imagine the size of the pearls it could make? Like, uh, we could wreck the market of pearls if we brought this thing back. <laughs> Jurassic Park could have paid for itself if it brought back some pel- platy ceramics. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah, but where are they gonna display a pearl that size? I mean, I'll see. I'm gonna consider that it might be multiple feet across. Oh no, for sure. That's what I'm saying. So like, but can you imagine like if Martha Wayne had a necklace made out of these pearls when yeah, she, when she, she would was have shot? To carry it. Yeah, which well, it's like because you know, like it's always like the classic when Batman's parents were shot. Like the pearls go flying everywhere. Imagine these pearls going flying everywhere. The killer, Bone like Joe, 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 Joe would be dead. The kid Bruce Wayne would be dead. Uh, yeah, and probably half the people on the street. Uh, yeah, everyone would be dead. And Gotham would be like, why did we let them have platy? I know they're they're wealthy people, like, but like, why did we let these people have platy ceramics uh, pearls for their <laughs> necklaces? <laughs> That'd be a different universe. That would be. Um, so. Maybe the Hulk could wear a necklace of that stuff. Oh, I mean, he was wearing that kind of one thing in Ragnarok when he, he was. Was, was like had like necklace when he was yeah. So I could see that. <laughs> or what about you know people talk about like the biggest you know comic characters and some of them are just ridiculous, man. Right. <laughs> it's like some of them are, like you know bigger than the Earth. Some of them are, like bigger than the universe. There's that one um, anime mech that's bigger that has a drill that's bigger than the universe. You know that oh, one? For pity's sake! <laughs> it's just like what, what's that, that for? <laughs> how does that work i mean it's not always that big it's just who cares about mass you know and like it's like it just something gets like to a point where the universe is just a little speck and this weapon's like that makes no sense anime it exists <laughs> <laughs> uh, my fiance loves anime so <laughs> that's okay good on her <laughs> so but yeah so this was a big uh Clam with a big pearl lived in the Cretaceous with some big mosasaurs that probably didn't eat it. Something had to have, though. Otherwise, it would have taken over the Earth. I don't know how the population works. Well, I imagine some things preyed on it. Well, it probably just went inside it. They probably kept its clam thing from shutting and like getting the little thing inside. I or... imagine there were prehistoric starfish, no? Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm sure the prehistoric... Actually, those were the original... Like, pretty much the entire cast of SpongeBob is the first multicellular life. you got sponges, starfish, um, jellyfish, like... Then I imagine some of the starfish would have preyed on them in their younger stages. Oh, for sure. For sure. When, and when starfish they were polyps. are good at wreaking havoc. Yeah, when they were with the platy ceramus polyps. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, for sure. So, um, actually, no, I did I did uh, look this up. Actually, I forgot. I looked this up. I put it in my notes here. Uh, it was eaten by those big turtles. Ah, uh, turtles like, are another one. Like yeah. Archelon. A big turtle feeding on a big clam. And then they were fed. The big turtle was eaten by the Mosasaurus. Yeah, you know that episode of Magic School Bus, right? With oh, the food yeah. chain. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the the Platyceramus eats the file plankton. The Archelon Ar- Ar- eats the Platyceramus. And the Mosasaurus eats the Archelon. <laughs> food chain! <laughs> Joy! Oh, yeah. <laughs> so let's wait price Slavis 165 million. Not much to say about it. It's a big clam with a big pearl. Uh, I mean, I guess how, how it gets that big, evolution loves big stuff. Evolution does seem to like bigger things. I mean, it, it makes sense, because, like, you know, it's like, you know, like if a female goes to a male, the male has the big antlers, and then wants to go to the deer with the biggest antlers. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that just means bigger and bigger antlers are gonna <laughs> keep going evolving because that's the dominant gene. That's also probably why human females are the only ones with prominent breasts of any <laughs> of any <laughs> mammal, even when not lactating. Like 
we just found it attractive. Yeah, and that's a trait that, let's be honest, could disappear in uh, a lot of us. No, I like boobs. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) I did see a thing on Reddit that was like, I'm more, I like thighs more than breasts. And then people were going on on until finally someone was, wait a minute, I think he's actually talking about chicken. (laughs) (laughs) And he was. People were talking about it's like, oh, you know, you do you. You know, I mean, like, I guess you don't really see a lot of thigh guys there. But wait, guys, he's talking about chicken. (laughs) (laughs) In which case, yeah, I agree. (laughs) Anyways, that's it for this. (sighs) What is wrong with me? What is wrong with the show? What is wrong with my life? (laughs) What's wrong with my friends for putting up with me? All of those are long lists that none of us have time to get no, into. No, no. <laughs> time to unpack the, the conundrum that is Matthew Donald <laughs> and what goes on in his crazy contraption of a cerebral cortex. <laughs> All right. If you want to get a hold of the show and find out some of that stuff, you can contact me at palebytespodcast at gmail.com, at palebytespod on Twitter, and palebytespodcast on Instagram. Where can they find you? You can find me at NK Arts and Crafts on Instagram. Yes, yes, of course. She's got some great stuff on there. She also, I forgot to say this last episode, she illustrated my books. Uh, she uh, illustrated the chapters for my Megazoic books. So Yes, and those were fun illustrations that They're, caused a lot of growth as uh, an artist. Yes, yes, that's good. And some of them are amazing. I mean, like all of them are good, but some of them were amazing. Like that one with the, uh, the I always talk about the medieval tap book. That, like oh, that yeah. one was great. <laughs> I attempted to do graphic design with that one and it failed. Oh, well, you know, at least you try. The, the pencil looks better. Yeah, no, I see that. But that's uh, good. My uh, favorites were actually the cyborg dino zombies. Oh, oh I remember you liked intricate the intricate detail. Oh, yeah, no. I'll, there's this one in the, in the final book where you see like three normal dinosaurs squaring off against three cyborg insect zombie dinosaurs, <laughs> I remember. And like that was that, that, that was a really good one. Uh, all right. Well, that's it for this week. It's at the end of every episode of Paleo Bites. Clams make they just go, they open and then bubbles come Probably. out. Yeah, just like those aquarium attractions. Basically, yeah. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.